This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello, good morning, and welcome to the Goonies All Back again with you guys for another show for another episode of our Raw Reaction series. Not straight after the game. Apologies, day after the game, the morning after the game, in fact. I hope you're good. I hope you're well after Arsenal won 1 0 against Burnley yesterday in a much, much needed second successive win. Arsenal on the back of now. Back to back wins. I'm trying to think of the last time we did that at the end of last season. You would think in that five game winning streak um, that was ended very quickly with the loss against Brentford. And it looks like Arsenal have really turned a corner now. Was it the most convincing of victories? No, it wasn't. And we didn't blow Burnley away. I mean, there's not many teams that go to Burnley and do burn them, burn them away, <laughs> cauterizing them, blow them away. Um, it's It always is, as we say, not the easiest of places to go to. We have a very good record there, but it still doesn't make it any easier to go to Burnley and to get a victory and to keep a clean sheet as well. We did what we weren't able to do there last season. If you remember back to last season, you probably won't want to uh, with the whole Granite Xhaka Leno incident. And I think we'll come on to some of the things about the differences because neither of those two players played today. Granite Xhaka, of course, was suspended and Burnt Leno has been superseded by the brilliant Aaron Ramsdale. You have to say that there are a lot of apologies that are going to be needed very soon based around the reaction to Ramsdale. I'll be honest, when it was the first kind of, when it first got linked to us, I was like, I'm not sure about this. 24 million pounds is a lot of money. It's a lot, a lot of money. I probably would spend that elsewhere. Him as an actual player, I was, you know, I was like, okay, look, he's a, he's a, he's a good goalkeeper. Um, but are we really going to spend £24 million on a, on a backup keeper? But it turns out it's not a backup goalkeeper, is it? He's, he's not a backup goalkeeper at all. In fact, he is very much good enough to be our starting goalkeeper, it seems, and has improved us to no end in the three games that he has played for us so far this season. We're going to get lots of your thoughts, your feelings, your comments, your queries and reactions. It's not the normal news show this morning, so there's no slideshow to go through. I just want to talk about the game with you guys. We will go through some of Arteta's comments, though, on the website. 
uh, as we get through uh, the <laughs> when you just type in the Arsenal website, but you miss off the end of the word and you Google something really weird. Um, <laughs> uh, you can imagine what that was. Uh, let's go to the website and go to the press conference. This is one of those things that Tom should have done before he decided to come on stream. Uh, actually, thank you so much for coming. A member really appreciate the support as always. Apologies if I'm a little bit grainy this morning. My laptop, for some reason, is running a little bit slower than it usually does. I'm sure actually all of our members in the chat box will be giving you a warm welcome into the TGT crew. Uh, just trying to find the press conference. I will be able to do that in just a moment because the Arsenal, I don't know what it is about this Arsenal website, but it's really tricky to find stuff sometimes. Here we go. Let's share my screen with you guys so you can see it. And then we can run through what Arteta has said about the game. <clears throat> Here we go. <laughs> this is really slow this morning. I'm really sorry. Lovely stuff. Okay, so on the performance, this is a really hard-fought victory in a place that is a tough to come to and win. They do really well with what they do. They put you under plenty of pressure, but I think we started the game really well, controlling and dominating the game. We had some big phases where I saw a lot of things that we want as a team. We scored the goal, had some opening chances, and then we were, or there, are, there were moments where we lost control and started to give balls away after the second or third pass. Then the game becomes open and there is no control. They split the two blocks very much and then you have to defend crosses and long balls i thought that we did that really really well and we have players that are not in the best quality to play that game but i think that they did terrifically well and the commitment and the attitude that they showed throughout the game to find a way to win was the most pleasing thing for me after the game um hoping that you could see that um in regards to the performances of individual players. We're going to run through some of the players to get kind of your thoughts, your feelings around those. I do want to start with Ramsdale, and I want to start with how you guys thought he specifically got on in the game. Uh, Arteta was questioned about Ramsdale at the end of the press conference. Says, Honor Ramsdale's putting in an impressive display and whether his command of his box shows his character. And Arteta said, yes, exactly. That is his character and his leadership. That's how he presents himself as a person as well. And that's what I like. He has a presence and he dominates his area. And the amount of crosses that he came to collect during corners, he just marshaled things really well. There's a great picture of him going around defending Kieran Tini when he's on the floor. Really, really solid leadership skills and just setting an example from Aaron Ramsdale. And yeah, he's proving a lot of people wrong and it's great to see. That's all you want from a player is to, when it's the benefit of the club, that's all you want is for players to be proving people wrong. Ramsdale was brilliant, says Christopher. Uh, he also says, do you think that Ramsdale is going to start against Spurs? I mean, if he doesn't, I don't know what you have to do as a goalkeeper. I really don't know what you have to do as a goalkeeper if you can't keep your space much there. Goalkeeping is much more than just shot stopping, says the Onyx Lens, and certainly Ramsdale proves that. Uh, Jonathan says, if Ramsdale's first name was Gianluigi or David, uh, people would talk about him a lot more. Uh, Lincoln's Dave says, uh, the team showed no intensity again. Intensity... Yeah, was lacking. But it's going to be the gradual build-up of the relationship between this team. And again, another new system. That was one of the things we changed the system. Partey, Smith, Rowe, Erdogan in the middle. Instead of the 4-2-3-1, it was the 4-3-3. Alan says, Tom, are you happy with the formation or will you include Sambi in for Erdogan or Emil Smith-Rowe? 
Uh, Sambi will give a little more freedom. What's your take on this? I think it depends on the opponent. When you're playing someone like Burnley, I think we could afford to play with the two number eights with Partey in behind. But if we're playing against Spurs, I would want to see Sambi and Partey both in there again. Mr. Ginger Guna says, live on a Sunday, after I just started a new job this week, you must be doing something right. Uh, Mo Fallah says, does Rambo have a voice today? Because he was screaming non-stop throughout the match. Mr. Harrison Carnaby says, Ramsdale projects his confidence on the team. Absolutely. Chips and Peas says, Ramsdale, soon to be England's number one. He will have to surely get a call-up to the England national team during the next break, which I believe is in October, if he continues on this vein of form because he is impressing massively. Uh, Cam says, humble pie to the Ramsdale haters available right here. Wilson says, Ramsdale was absolutely outstanding and very commanding. Sam's in love with Ramsdale right now. I mean, fair play to you, mate. Sam, if that's if that's how you feel, I think you should tell him. You should probably tell him about that. Matt G says, hoping some of our fans remember that Ben White has only played three games for us. Please don't write him off. Let's talk about the elephant in the room, which was Ben White's indifference. Uh, inconsistent performance. Um, there were some good things in there. I mean, actually, I think he won more aerial duels. I think his aerial duel percentage was higher than anyone else's on the pitch, ironically. Like, we talk about players that are going to struggle in the air against Burnley. You'd think it would be Ben White as one of them, but he had one of the best aerial duel percentage wins of um, of the team. I think only Tomiyasu had more in the actual game over him. So, really solid in the air from Ben White, which is good, but he was nervy. His passing was certainly a little wayward. And obviously, the, the key pass that he got wrong was the one leading to the penalty call, which was definitely not a penalty. Never in a million years. And I'm sorry, Gary Lineker, it wasn't a slight touch. He got a very good touch on the ball, which prevented it from being a penalty. Um, and it certainly wasn't one. And Ramsdale did excellently in that scenario to really save Ben White in that specific situation um but yeah Tommy Asu coming out on top of the aerial jewels Ben White coming in uh, a very very not close seconds I think it was only something like 54 percent but it was higher than say a Gabrielle or anyone else on the pitch for us it was it was really solid um for that side of things and Ben White and that impressed me um the aerial side it was just the consistency with the ball at his feet was was a little bit again he's still a 23 year old center back he's not the finished article he's still going to make mistakes it's not you're not going to see a, a, a brilliant game week in week out but i think we saw in the norwich game that we've got some glimpses of what he can do with his passing and his like distribution the range of passing and when we play spurs it's going to be really really important um to be marshalling harry kane and dealing with harry kane playing out from the back along with gabriel and tomiyasu Really strong stuff. Uh, Mo says uh, Ben White was good, made mistakes, but he was 50-50. Not all that. Uh, Venkatesh says, Tom, I'm convinced that Leno will start against Spurs as all the rumours are turning out true, as if the club wants us to know some inside rumours. I'd be shocked if Leno starts against Spurs. Absolutely shocked. Um, Akshat says, White was good at the stuff that people had doubts about. It was the stuff that he was good at that was off yesterday. Not that way. I mean, if you consider it, if you're... If you do well in a game at the things that people have those huge huge doubts about and the things that we know are your strengths aren't that aren't shining through as much, you're much more confident that those positives, those strengths in your game are going to be turned around in the next fixture, more so than your faults that people criticize a lot more. It's much, much harder to improve on the things that you're not necessarily good at rather than 
being more consistent in your kind of stronger areas. So absolutely, I think that's a really good point, actually. Bringing through those kind of strengths is going to be an area that he's going to find much easier. It's those it's the really kind of the setbacks, the, the aerial jewel side of things where he's going to need to improve that was good yesterday. We just need to see that more consistency. Uh, the Onyx Lens says, Ben White is just trying too hard right now to prove how good his passing is. Just play it simple and let your quality naturally come through. Now, Ben White has always been a distributor. Like, he always has been a passer. I don't think it's a case of him trying too hard. I think he just had an off game in terms of his passing, in terms of his distribution. It shouldn't affect him. If we'd have conceded or drawn or lost that match, then I would have been a lot more concerned. But we kept the clean sheet. His confidence shouldn't be affected by that. He'll just go again. He'll play again against Spurs in a week's time and hopefully have turned things around. Uh, KMCD2 says, do you think Xhaka will start the first game after his suspension? I would be frustrated if he did. I think he let the manager down with that red card against Manchester City. And I think that hopefully um, we play with Lokonga instead of Xhaka. I do want to see us play with two deeper midfielders against Spurs. I think it's important that we do change things up and we do, you know, tweak one or two players max for each game, but I wouldn't be bringing Granite Jacker in whatsoever. Aaron says, good morning, Tom. Why is the attack not clicking despite the amount of talent starting yesterday? Okay, how did you feel about the attacking formation? How do you feel about the idea of Smith-Rowe and Odegaard playing together? I like it from watching the game back. I really did like seeing those two interchange, play together, play slightly deeper, have to track back and build from the back. Saka was off. Saka's had a little bit of an off time. I think the England uh, camp and in the summer has kind of really burnt him out. Maybe he needs a bit of a rest. Pepe again um, struggled, struggled to have a real impact on the game. And Abamyang, if he's not given service, you know exactly what you're going to get from Abamyang, and that's the, that's a big big problem. So it's it's concerning that we are lacking a little bit of kind of you know panache and just a little bit of crisp. Uh, edge to our game we we don't seem to be as consistent as we need to be but I want to know what you guys think about the attack um let's go to Ashley says Pepe was disappointing Max says Tom please ask Elon Moss to go get a Bamiang from planet Mars he needs to turn up or ship out smash the like button thank you ever so much Max much appreciate it um Brand says uh, front three was so off yesterday so many chances where the final ball or touch was off and it was so frustrating it just seems to be consistency you, we and I criticized the coach a fair amount I've criticized him a lot since like kind of last season the end of last season but when it comes to first touches and and how you are good at finishing, we're creating chances. I think we had 13 shots on goal yesterday. I think we only had something like three on target. And that's kind of the issue is that we are we need to be creating these more clear-cut chances. And Arteta is coaching this side, obviously, and we're creating more chances. We're addressing that issue that we had at the end of last season, at the start of this season. But those players need to be better. They need to be better in their play. Even though I'm very much feeling that a change in coach would have previously really changed our fortunes, I can look at the game objectively and go, look, if they're not on it, if their form's not on it, like Bamiang's not on it, Pepe's not on it, Saka's not on it, there's not much more that we can do from a coaching perspective, in my opinion, in that specific field. You need them to turn those chances away. You need them to keep plugging away what they're doing because it looks better from that standpoint of attacking. It's just... It's just that end product. It's the last pass, the first touch. It's the, the the final shot. All of those aspects are at the moment just not quite there. 
with those guys and they do need to improve. Consistency will be king. Like I wouldn't be swapping and interchanging. People suggested dropping a Bamiyang for Lacazette. I wouldn't do that because I think we need to give Abamyang that confidence. We need to keep him playing. We need to give him those that service. At the end of the season, we can have another conversation because then we can do something about it. But I don't think there's much point at the moment in bringing in a, a player like Lacazette right now. He's got a year left, less than a year left on his deal that's going to go. Keep Abamyang. He's got more. He's got a bigger capability of scoring more goals for Arsenal this season than Lacazette. It's fact. You look at all the seasons that they've both been here. Who scored more goals? And it's Abamyang. So we need to remember that and we need to consider that if we are going to get to our targets, that's going to be achieved through goals from Aubameyang. So don't drop him. Keep playing him at striker. Keep plugging away with him. The goals will come. He is good enough of a striker that it will happen. We just need to get the passes into him. Uh, Prak says uh, Saka and ESR uh, playing like youngsters with the big boots of expectations to fill. Instead of shooting, they pass. Instead of passing, they shoot. And it is just a case of that decision-making in the final moment is when you can pass, they take a shot. Or when they can shoot, they overplay it. And that will come with experience. That will come with maturity. But we do need improvement in the short term as well. And that's where the senior players need to step up and guide them all that more. Naresh says, Tom, sometimes we need to be more direct than just crosses or tiki-taka football as we can be more predictable. I agree with you. We do need to, you know, mix things up a little bit with some shots from outside the box maybe and some more direct passing into the box as well. Um, Nicholas says, Saka's hit a bit of a wall this season as well. Is a drop to let him rest and get his form back. TGT uh, Smith that we have do. Um, I think that when it comes down to Saka and resting Saka compared to Aubameyang, you've got more freedom to do that because of the options that you've got. You could, as I say, switch to playing the two central midfielders, Sambi Lukonga, Partey next to one another. Then you could play Smith-Rowe in kind of an attacking position, Erdogan and Pepe as kind of the attacking three with Aubameyang in front just to give Saka a bit of a rest. I wouldn't be playing Saka in midweek. Midweek is an opportunity to play Martinelli, to play Balogun, to play Enketia as possibly a front three. You've then got a situation where you you can bring in Sambi because he didn't start this game today, along with Ainsley Maitland-Niles, bring in Tavares, bring in Cedric to play on the right-hand side. You can then bring Holding back if he's fit, playing with Chambers or Pablo Marie, and then you can play Leno in goal. And it's still a very decent team that should beat Wimbledon, and there's lots of opportunity to rest players. Lacazette, of course. I haven't even named Lacazette can play in the starting lineup because he's not played at all so far, really, that much. I think he's played like something like 30-odd minutes in this season. So... I would be starting that kind of team against Wimbledon. I'd be giving players like Saka as much of a rest as feasibly possible. I'm not sure who Spurs are playing in the League Cup. Let me just have a check. They're playing Wolves. So they might be playing a fair few more first-team players than we will. So hopefully we can give our players as much of a rest as feasibly possible. Um, and hopefully Spurs lose that game. Again, hopefully Spurs lose Today, they're playing Chelsea, of course, at home in the 4.30 kickoff. Fingers crossed Chelsea can get a win in that game. I know we like to say that we'd rather neither team won, but out of the two, let's be real, Chelsea are on a different level right now. We would rather they took three points off, Chelsea, uh, off Spurs. If we then beat Spurs next weekend, we'll be level on points with them. And you consider people talking about how good Spurs were at the start of the season. To be level on points with them, if Chelsea beat them today, would be absolutely massive. Um, Steve Stone says a few clean sheets and a few points on the board will bring confidence to the front line. I think that it will 
come. Rahil says, can we talk about Magic Martin Udegar? Now, I didn't go straight into the show talking about Martin Udegar because a lot of you will remember that I wrote an article uh, a couple of days ago which got a lot of backlash talking about Martin Udegar. So to see him pop up with a goal, there was a lot of smug smiling from myself in the afternoon and on social media as well. Very thankful for that. Much appreciated, Erdogan. Um, but a really good free kick. Amazing um, kind of consistency we need in that type of scenario. We've needed someone who can take free kicks more consistently because we've had, I think, Partey's been taking a few. Lacazette's had a few. I can't remember the last time we scored a free kick. I'm really trying to remember the last time we scored one. Um, but Erdogan stepping up stepping up in games and still ironically people that were critical of him not giving him the credit that he deserves you know just got to take a look at yourself sometimes and and eat that humble pie he had a great game he was influential he was imperative to our game and how we're playing and we clearly need him that is what we need willian against west brom yes that was the last free kick <laughs> wow there you go um Manoj says Erdogan pressing game is unmatched I just love the way that he inspires the rest of the side to push to just go full throttle at that back line that's what we needed a player who's going to be a leader in the attacking field of the pitch the attacking part of the field rather that is the the biggest crux of Arsenal's need is to bring in someone that will be a fulcrum of the attacking players. We've got, you know, you've got Pepate in the middle, Xhaka, of course, of his leadership qualities, now Lukonga coming in. You've got players like Gabriel and Tini, and now we've got White and Tomiyasu and Ramsdale. All of them look like they've got the characteristics to be better leaders than what we've had previously. But we've lacked a leader in the attacking third. And Erdogan looks like he can be that leader in the attacking third that we have lacked. And that's why he has to start. And that's why he had to come in. This year, people wanted James Madison. I would have been open to that, but I don't look at James Madison as a leader. I don't look at him as characteristically someone who's going to lead that team whatsoever. And so for that reason, I'm very, very happy that we got Martin Erdogan in. I think his character will change this team more than anything else. Um, Akshat says, our press isn't synchronized, though. Erdogan goes pressing, but gets little support. And that is very true. Hold on. <laughs> oh, oh Jesus. <laughs> um, FZAP says, do you think at this point in time, Arsenal is not as good as their rivals Tottenham? <laughs> you think you're going to go and you just don't. That's how I muted my mic at least. Um, Aman Deep says, thoughts on Nuno's shot at the end? Love some crazy stuff. Yeah, obviously. Love it. Hold on. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Matt Thornton says, thoughts on Partey? Uh, he had a very good game, asked to come off, looked more fatigued than anything. I think it was cramp. I think we've been told by Arteta that it was cramp, so we don't necessarily need to worry about anything in that area. Tenzing says, and Partey and Tierney injured? Uh, no, they're cramping, as far as we're aware. It should be a short-term problem, fingers crossed, and they'll be available for Spurs, I am going to wrap things up. The hay fever is getting the better of me this morning. I hope you're having a fantastic Sunday. Enjoy the rest of your day. Drop a like on the video. Subscribe to the channel if you're new around here. Go check out the Arsenal way as well. They did a reaction show after the game with Bailey and Umar. Check that out. Link is in the description, as I say. It's been an absolute pleasure to speak to you, as always. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90-plus minute. 
all your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.